This edition of AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is brought to you by Taft. At Taft, we play to win. Taft's Municipal Practice Group offers our clients a one-stop shop for all their city or town's needs. From abatements to zoning, Taft has the experience and capability to achieve the best outcome for your city or town. Constructed a little differently, Taft has built its team with former corporation counsel and city attorneys. They not only understand the legal issue, but are finally in tune with the challenges facing our local communities. Whether it be a budgetary challenge or political hurdle, we understand because we have been there and we're ready to put our experience to work for you. Taft is a modern progressive firm and is the trusted advisor to many municipalities. Taft, playing to win and a proud partner of AIM. To learn more, visit taftlaw.com. This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this edition of AIM's Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is Chelsea with AIM. And today I am in the town of Walkerton in Northern Indiana with the town's economic development director, Phil Buckmaster. Walkerton um, is a great community. Um, It is a small community of about 2000 residents. You know, Phil, I wanted to start off this podcast just kind of asking, you know, what makes Walkerton special? You know, what's really the community dynamic? Walkerton is a um, bedroom, we consider ourselves a bedroom community. And we want to have all the amenities that a bedroom community would have. We want to have a good quality of life issues. We have a great school system and we're a safe community. And we, we think that is the key issues for our community to begin with. Um, it just is so essential that, that you have those three things in place to give you a, a good foundation to build upon. Definitely. And you guys have a lot of infrastructure projects underway right now, but I kind of wanted to start the podcast off with a project that was completed, you know, a few years ago, um, several years ago. Um, Housing is a big issue for cities and towns across the state, you know, getting a sustainable housing stock, affordable housing for residents. Tell me a little bit about the Dogwood Estates Project and what it's really meant to Walkerton even now. That was a project that we completed uh, a few years back, about seven years ago now, and um, the the project was to take care of a blighted area of our community. It was a 13 and a half acre uh, parcel of ground that was uh, run down from the uh, World War II. Uh, it was built for uh, for the soldiers, uh, people that were working in the in the ammunition plant at Kingsbury. And uh, it was plywood construction, two by two construction, uh, very temporary homes that stayed up for a long time. Um, so w- the town decided that uh, we would go through a process to get some IHCDA money and use some tax credit money and some other funding sources in order to purchase all the homes and relocate families. 
which we, we did in a short period of time. And then we uh, tore all the homes down and put in all new infrastructure and built 40 brand new homes in that community and in Dogwood Estates. And that was for low to moderate income families. And it's a 15 year lease to own property. So they can uh, pay their monthly payments for 15 years. At the end of 15 years, they uh, can be homeowners with a small balloon payment. Jelly, what did you learn as, you know, the town's economic development director from that project? And what do you think, you know, cities and towns that are similarly sized, you know, to Walkerton can learn from that process? Well, one thing that we realized it, it did was improve our community because more of our People started to invest more in their homes throughout the community once they saw what we had accomplished. Um, the economics from our, for our community from doing that project will have changed our economics for decades to come. We will have a better quality of life here. We have built six uh, senior houses to go along with this, and we also rehabbed uh, five existing houses as part of that project. So we, we changed a lot of things that will have improved our community and our housing stock for Walkerton. Uh, we also got the, the builder that was building the homes for us in Dogwood Estates has built 12 other homes throughout the community, brand new homes. So it, it keeps getting people to move here. Uh, our school system is an excellent school system and they have a tremendous amount of people that come to our school system from outside our district and after they have done that for a couple of years they realize they'd like to move to our community so they purchase a house here or have one built for them so it all works together what what was the initial step you think and i know that i'm asking you to kind of remember you know several years back to getting dogwood estates just kind of getting the ball rolling like if you're a municipal official and you're thinking housing is such a big issue, I would really like to do a housing project. What, what was your initial step? Well, you have to have, have, have a good council or a good uh, mayor, town board. Everybody was on the same page with us. And we all wanted to get that project done. We wanted to improve our community. And with having everybody on the same page, that was the, the start and then we all had the same desire to move forward and then we found a way to get it done that's great and i think what's so neat like you said it really changed and served as a catalyst for economic progress in walkerton and when you come to walkerton today you know you drive through the downtown area it's such a really neat community Describe to me the projects that you've had underway. Um, you all just had a new library done. Describe to me some of the infrastructure improvements. Well, one is that we did just complete a new library media center. Um, it was done on US 6, which was a vacant piece of property at one time. And now it became a focal point of our community on that property our future plans are to add a veterans park on that same property. We think one will enhance the other and it will be on a place where people can stop, visit the veterans park, and also visit our library and use, utilize the parking lot there for that purpose. Um, we 
we have um, built this new building that we're in right now, a new community building. It's uh, We've been in it for four years now. It was a $2 million project. We also needed a full-time ambulance service, so we built a EMS station, and now we have a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week ambulance service. We attached it to our fire department, which was a, a great asset to our community. Two years ago, we completed a wastewater treatment plant, and uh, now we are putting in a new water plant and new water lines throughout our community as, as we speak. We, we also have uh, done some smaller things. We like to do two visual projects a year, and we have put in new street signs and new directional signs throughout town. We have new entrance signs that we put up uh, several years ago that uh, welcome you into our community. Over the last four years, we have milled and paved every street in our community. Some of the future projects that we have, uh, like I said, was the Veterans Memorial Park that we want to put in. And we're working on a $2 million community center that we want to put out at our park. Uh, we have a 40-acre piece of ground out in that we purchased several years ago and we built a nice park out there it has four baseball fields baseball softball fields a sand volleyball court a splash pad and concession stand and uh, pavilion out there as well as walking trails throughout the the area great and when it comes to progress, and I think that's really neat, you know, the Veterans Park right near the new library and then the plans for the community center right where you have all these amenities, you know, for families in Walkerton. What has been your philosophy as the town's economic development director? I think it's really neat, you know, before the podcast we were talking about how you guys don't really consider yourselves as thinking outside of the box because there is no box, right? It's really, you know, a puzzle and adding pieces to the puzzle. What have you kind of um, adhered to as, as as you've grown Walkerton? We, we do uh, have a philosophy that what, what makes Walkerton better and whatever makes Walkerton better, we try to accomplish in one way or another. And we always ask that question on every project that we want to do. Does it make Walkerton better? If it does, let's do it. Let's figure out a way to get it done. Uh, we do feel there is no box. It's a puzzle. We keep adding pieces to it. We have no edges on this puzzle. It's just continuing adding good things to our community one piece at a time. Definitely. And I think it's also smart that you all make it the goal to have two visual projects a year. Um, like you were saying, water infrastructure, um, stormwater, sewer infrastructure, so important to the growth and the future of a community. But also having those takeaways and those projects that community members can look at and also see progress. Why do you think that's kind of been important to do those smaller projects as you've also tackled the bigger projects? It, it is so important to, to let your community know that you're progressing and you're doing good things for the community. But as you said, there's not, you don't see when a water line goes in the ground other than the fact that you're tearing things up and then after it's done, you don't see it. Where when we put in uh, pave the streets or we put in uh, street signage or, um, or the new library or those, these other projects we've talked about, 
the community can see that and and they appreciate those things. They also appreciate the fact that when they turn on the water, they do get water. But, um, and, and one thing that I should say about our water plant is we are also putting in a water softener in this water, new water plant. And we'll be one of very few communities in Indiana that soften the water for all of its residents. This will help to encourage new businesses because their equipment will last longer. Uh, Water heaters will last longer, coffee makers, your dishwasher will last longer. There are so many advantages to doing that. And so we felt it was very important that we spend the money to, to soften the water for our community. And from an economic development viewpoint, uh, it's a good selling point for us. What do you think that municipal officials and other cities and towns can learn from Walkerton and your all's perspective what what do what do you hope their takeaway is from Walkerton's story well we always think that anything can be done and it's going to have bumps in the road there's not going to be barricades there's not going to be something that stops us there'll just be bumps in the road we'll figure out how to traverse those bumps and move forward and we've, we've worked with that, and uh, we've been able to accomplish what we consider to be great things in our community for a community of our size. That's right. Um, kind of lighthearted. I mean, why do you like working and living in Walkerton? Why have you decided to kind of make this community your home? Well, I've lived here most of my life. I've had a business here in town, and um, I worked for the park department for a while, for five years, and and uh, then at one point I, I was offered this job, and uh, I didn't think I wanted it at that time, and so a couple years later they offered it to me again. I decided maybe the timing was right. Um, it really was for me. It was the right time in my life, and it was the, the right time for growth in our community. And uh, it seems like things have fallen into place for me. I know that that's not necessarily the case. We've had to work hard for, for what we've done. But every day is an adventure, and I, I just enjoy every day of it. Great. Well, thank you so much, Phil. We really appreciate your time on the podcast. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Chelsea. This edition of AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast was brought to you by Taft.